Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. What the Bible teaches is that the world is full of hardships and difficulties and trials and adversity, but when you tap into the spiritual realm, then you can receive daily renewal and strength to make it through. The Apostle Paul went through the hardest things ever. I mean, how many of you have been beat up because you invited someone to church five times in a row? Right? That happened to Paul all the time. Yeah, how many of you have been beat up for inviting someone to church one time? Right? I had friends that beat people up if they wouldn't go to church, but I, I never got beat up, right? I mean, uh, for not going to church. But Paul had such adversity, and yet he had joy. And, and why? Well, he's telling us it's because he's focusing on the eternal. In verse 17, Notice he says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Light afflictions? <laughs> All the things that Paul went through? Remember in verse uh, 26 of 2 Corinthians 11, Paul said, here's some of his light afflictions. In journeys often, in perils in water, he was in the ocean, perils of robbers, he was robbed, perils of his own countrymen, of the Gentiles, perils in the city, peril in wilderness, perils in the sea, perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, fastings often, cold and nakedness. And he says, light afflictions? <laughs> right? I've been beaten and stripped naked and thrown in the ocean. <laughs> None of us, right? I mean, Paul's view of life was so different than the Christian in, you know, 2023. Because Paul didn't look at the material and think this is everything, right? Paul faced a lot of hardships, but he didn't see them as a terrible thing. Now, this is an amazing thing to me because, you know, he realized life is short and I need to invest in the eternal, the things that are going to last forever. And so if it requires some sacrifice and suffering to help other people come to Jesus and have eternal life in heaven and teach them about Jesus, then it's worth it, right? Everybody sacrifices something. Paul's saying, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice to store up eternal rewards in heaven. And Paul wanted his life to accomplish things that had eternal value. In Mark uh, 9, 41, Jesus said, uh, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. In other words, everything you do to help people in the name of Jesus, you're going to get eternal rewards for it. Jesus said he wants you to have rewards in heaven, right? And, and we need to be thinking about that because whatever rewards you have now, you realize that when Steve Jobs, who was a multimillionaire, started Apple, when he died, right, it's all gone. But the Bible tells us that everything we do for the kingdom of God to help people is going to have eternal rewards, right? And James 4.14 says, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time, and then it vanishes away. In other words, life is very short, and we need to use our time wisely. Now, when you're a little bit older, you realize life is short. It's going by very fast. <clears throat> and we need to be reminded that time is valuable. We need to recognize that the things that we do now, some of them have no value, and some of them have eternal value. And the Lord wants you to recognize that when you get to heaven, he wants you to have eternal rewards that last forever. In Psalm 90, verse 12, it says, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. 
In other words, we need to be consciously aware that we all have a limited amount of time, right? All of us have a shelf life. And we need to realize that God doesn't want us to waste our time holding grudges, being angry at people, being bitter at people. We need to to move on with life. Jesus came that you would have joy in your life. He doesn't want you to focus on the material and be all sad and depressed about all the material problems, right? I mean, they're real, and we have to focus, we have to deal with them, but not focus on them. In fact, Jesus said, we need to be wise stewards, we need to manage our money wisely, and we need to invest in eternal things. In verse 17, he says, Paul said, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceedingly and eternal weight of glory. See, the Bible encourages us to recognize that life is short, material things don't last very long, and, and, and eternal things last forever. And we need to be reminded of that. Jesus said in Luke 9, 25, he said, what profits a man if he gains the whole world and he himself is destroyed or lost, right? In other words, what if you could be the richest person in the world for 50 years or so? And, and in so doing, you sacrifice your soul and spend eternity separated from God. Is that worth it? Absolutely not, right? I mean, Bill Gates was the richest guy in the world. What's he doing, right? Or what's Bezos, the Amazon guy? What are they doing, right? They're, they're just trying to make another buck, right? They already have 10 billion. That doesn't make them happy. No, I need more, right? Whatever. And, and, but what Jesus is saying is that, look, material things can never fill that emptiness in your heart and your soul. And we need to be wise with them, but don't focus on it. Don't scopeo on the material. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 11, blessed are, you, <clears throat> blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things. Uh, against you falsely for my name's sake rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven in other words jesus said look when people make fun of you for going to church or inviting them to church right he's saying look be glad because you're getting rewards in heaven when people make fun of you when when people you know think oh you're a christian what an idiot we follow the science what's wrong with you christian people right that you're going to get rewards in heaven by trying to help people into the kingdom inviting people to church telling people about jesus sharing your testimony in First Peter 4, he said, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you're partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. Right? He's saying rejoice. And, and so what is he saying? He's saying in this material world, you're going to have trials, you're going to have difficulties, but they are temporary. They're going to pass away. Whatever it is, whatever problems, they're, they're coming and going, right? And then in verse 18, Paul says, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, we need to be reminded that the stuff you see is temporary, right? The material world, the material things are passing away, and, and the world around us constantly lies to us and deceives us into thinking that material things are the most, are most important, and, and that they're more important than they really are, right? I mean, you need to have a house and a job and food, but that's not, there's more to life than that stuff, right? And what happens is the world wants you to get your heart set on temporary things and then take them away and then sadness, right? I mean, that's, that's how it rolls. And many people miss out on God's best in their life because they focus too much on the material. Now, Jesus did say, be a wise steward, manage your money wisely, make friends with money, invest it wisely, all those sort of things. But that shouldn't be the focus of your life. Jesus said we should be focusing on, scopeo, scoping on the eternal, right? And that's why he said in Matthew 6, 19, do not lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in, in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, sometimes we can find ourselves perplexed and discouraged because we're only looking at the material. 
and we lose sight of the eternal. And, and we can think, oh, this thing is so terrible, right? But the reality is, is that God wants us to look at the eternal, to focus on all the great things that he's going to do in our lives, all the great things that he has done. And what a blessing it is to know why you're here, where you came from, and where you're going. And, and when you think about your future, don't let CNN shape your thoughts about your future. You need to let the Bible shape your thoughts. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. See, God loves you and he has great things in store for your life. And we need to set our affections of our heart on the things that are eternal. And, and that's a daily process. And, and what happens is as you do that, it renews your soul, right? And, and that's what he's talking about in verse 18 when Paul says, we do not look or scopeo, at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. So we're to be focusing on the things that are not seen. But the things which are seen, blepo, are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. You cannot blepo the things that are eternal, right? You have to scopeo the things of the eternal world. And it's so important for us to ask God to help us to see past the temporal and to pray and say, Lord, help me to look at the spiritual realm. Help me, Lord, not to complain about my material world, but help me to, instead of looking at what I don't have and all the things that are wrong, help me, Lord, to recognize what a great future I have, right? Help me to recognize, Lord, because I have a relationship with you, I have a church family, I, my destiny is in heaven, I'm moving to a better neighborhood, I'm gonna spend eternity in heaven, right? And to realize, wow, I wanna bring people with me, right? When you start looking at life from that perspective, you realize life is short. Hey, we're gonna be moving on. We wanna be telling people about God's love, God's grace. And when you realize whatever material issues are going on, like Paul, he's like, hey, but you know what? The future is bright. (laughs) And we have a great future ahead of us. In Revelation 21, he says, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain for the former things have passed away. See, that's gonna happen, right? All of us. We're going to be in heaven one day. No more pain, no more sorrow, right? And so as we go through this life, yes, there is a material world that we see, but we shouldn't fix our focus on that. We should focus on the eternal. And we should be praying, Lord, help us to invest in things that are eternal, right? In in relationships and people and spiritual things, right? Spiritual matters. You know, when you invite someone to church and they get saved and they go to heaven and you see them in heaven, you're going to get a reward forever for that, right? And when you get a new iPhone 44, right? It's going to break, and iPhone 50 is going to come out, and it's going to be garbage, <laughs> right? And, but the world is constantly bombarding us. Oh, the material, oh, that'll make you happy. You know what? There are millions of people in America who have all the material stuff they could ever want, and they're unhappy and sad and depressed, right? And, and why? It's because that stuff doesn't bring the contentment that the unseen world can bring, the spiritual world. And Jesus came to bring us joy. And so I would encourage you today, as Paul said, to focus on the spiritual, on the unseen, right? You got to deal with your, your material world. Work hard. Invest wisely. Don't be a fool. The Bible tells us to do that. But don't make that the focus of your life. Life is so much more than just the material. And so as we close today, in order to be able to do that, you have to be born again, right? Jesus said that in order to experience the kingdom of God, you have to be born again, spiritually alive. And that's an unseen thing where you supernaturally invite the Lord into your life you ask him to forgive your sins, and Jesus comes in, forgives your sins, fills you with his spirit, and helps you to begin to see the unseen. The Bible says, unless you're born again, unless you're spiritually alive, you can't understand spiritual things. And so, if you're here today, and you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior, if you've never confessed your sins and say, Lord, I admit I'm not perfect, I've made mistakes, I believe you died on the cross and rose again to forgive my sins, well then, 
you won't be able to see the unseen. You won't be able to see the spiritual. And so Jesus said, you have to do that. And so we're going to give you an opportunity this morning. If you've never invited Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior, you can do that this morning. So let's bow our heads, and I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And if you'd like to invite Jesus into your life today, you can just repeat after me. So let's bow our heads and, and pray with me, saints. And if you want to invite Jesus in your life today, you've never done it, let's do it right now. If you want to rededicate, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I admit I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness, and I invite you into my life. Fill me with your spirit, and help me to focus on the spiritual. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day.